Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. We are covering a tale of two sisters continuing Asian Horror Month. Um, this movie in particular is a Korean horror film. And fun fact, I don't know if it still has a record, but at the time it was released, it was the highest grossing Korean horror movie in Korea. And it's actually, it was one of the first Asian horror movies to be aired in the U.S., well, not aired, theaters. but it was in, yeah, it was showing in yes. theaters. Before we get on to this really long summary, which I apologize in advance. We did try to cut it down. We did try and cut it down. It's just, it's a complicated story. There's a lot to digest in this particular one, guys. There is a, an American remake, which mm -hmm. we're really not going to touch much on because we we're want to, to celebrate yes. this movie versus mm -hmm. that other movie, but it. The American version is the uninvited. Yes. I'm sure we'll get to that one at some point. Yes. Because that is that is a good one. Yes, it is. But this is Asian Horror Month, so this is A Tale of Two Sisters. Yes, it's the original. <laughs> the original is always better. The original. <laughs> Almost always. <laughs> so it depends on the franchise. For <laughs> tea, mm -hmm. we... Went and we stopped by Dairy Queen. We weren't fatties. We were just enjoying ourselves. Well, okay, so we got half and half. So half sweet tea, half unsweet tea. Better than it could have been. Yeah, fun fact or trick or tip for anyone who is like, oh, the sweet tea is just too sweet. Just ask for half and half. Mm -hmm. Half sweet, half unsweet. I also like to ask for half sweet, half lemonade. If yeah, it's available. That's pretty good too. Because it's delicious. Yeah. But this is Texas, and our sweet tea, when it's available, is like diabetic sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so you have been warned. Also, fair warning, it's kind of late. And <laughs> this movie is really meaty. Like there's a lot to digest. Yeah. So take that as you will. Yes. I apologize in advance. <laughs> I am not as familiar with Korean pronunciation as I am with Japanese pronunciation. We're going to slaughter the names. So if we slaughter the names, I apologize. It's because we're uneducated yes. about Korean language. Yes. So we're yeah. definitely going to slaughter the names and we're sorry for that. But we just suck at names. Yeah, we just suck at names in general, too. <laughs> yeah, we do. And it doesn't help that it's in another language that we're unfamiliar with. So, yeah. yeah. But at least I could keep the characters apart pretty yes. well. Yes, yes. That, that was so. nice. Because it's like, there's so many horror movies, especially like American horror, where it's like everyone's such a cookie cutter character. They're all interchangeable. You're like, brown haired girl, yeah. blonde girl, party girl. Mini skirt girl. Yeah. Yep. But anyways. Chick with glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so the summary of A Tale of Two Sisters, which this came out in 2003. I did see that there's one other movie called Tale of Two Sisters. It's not that movie. It's not a... No. This one is the one in 2003. <laughs> 
Sumi comes home from being institutionalized to find that her stepmother, Yunju, is bullying her sister, Suyin. The majority of the movie follows the storyline of the stepmother bullying the sister, but you actually later find out, I'd say like two-thirds of the way through, find out that... Three-fourths. Okay. That Sumi has dissociative identity disorder, and so she has been acting as her stepmother and then imagining her sister, who is deceased, but this also includes her trying to have intimacy with her father and then her bullying. Like whenever there's a part in the movie where you think that Suyin is killed by the stepmother, but Sumi was actually killing a doll or yeah. beating a doll. So you find out that the reason why Sumi is like this is because her father was having an affair with Yunju while her mother was terminally ill and Yunju was the nurse taking care of her. The mother finds out about the affair. She kills herself and is does this in a wardrobe of Su Yin. And Su Yin goes and sees her mother's body. She screams. And the way that the mother falls out, it causes the wardrobe to fall on top of her. Everybody hears the scream. But it's Yunju that comes up and sees the sister getting crushed. But she just kind of walks out of the room and then meets Sumi. And Sumi is just like very aggressive and combative with her. And so Yunju says, you know, you're going to regret those words. So she does nothing further to help the sister. Sumi, who doesn't know what's happening to her sister, just walks out of the house like to calm down. Yeah. And she later finds out that Suyin got crushed by the wardrobe so and her dead mother yes that was the summary and hopefully because whenever me and jess watch this movie it's a very complicated movie at least it it's a very artful movie but because of that it's kind of hard to keep track of what's going on well and we're also unfamiliar with a lot of the culture so, and translation is more of an art than a science. So I feel like we missed a little bit in not understanding a lot of the culture or the language itself, but there were a lot of very artful shots and things too with it. It was, it was a little disjointed in the movie. Yeah, the, the culture aspect I didn't get too much of, but it definitely could have been translated in a way that was maybe a little bit more clear. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so for entertainment, for me personally, this is a seven. And the reason being is I love the twists and turns of this movie. I love how like so many movies are like, oh, let's make it seem like one thing and then we'll twist it and make it another thing. But this movie goes all out and is like, well, what if we make it both of the things? <laughs> what if we make you wonder if it's this thing, but it's going to be both? <laughs> yeah, so instead of, you know, they not only are like, oh, the uh, Sumi is sick, and that's why she's uh, seeing her dead sister, but it's like, oh, and the house is actually haunted. Because the stepmother ends up getting killed by... I think it is Suyin's ghost, or is it yeah, the mother's it was ghost? Suyin. Okay, or it could have been the mother's ghost because she did come out of the wardrobe. 
could have been it either or because they kind of yeah. died in the same area. Bit. And yeah. it was it was very quick. That one scene was pretty quick. Yeah, anyway. but <laughs> the I love the cinematography mm-hmm. is obviously they took a lot of care into it. It's very artful and purposeful. Um, a lot of close-up shots I really noticed. I, I feel like for that type of movie where it's like uncomfortable and disjointed, it made a lot of sense. Um, I also noticed that there was pretty much no soundtrack. Uh, oh, yeah. No, there- they made beautiful use of very, very little noise. Yeah, I mean, there's a few moments where there'd be like scares or a suspenseful moment and you would see mm-hmm. or you'd <laughs> see you would <laughs> oh, you'd see some stuff <laughs> well you'd see some stuff but you'd also hear some stuff too and the scares were pretty decent they didn't overdo them um which was nice yeah. i think there's only like three scare, maybe four there were i think four jump scares but they were they made sense they made sense where they were at, and they didn't rely completely on that. Well, I wouldn't even call all of them jump scares. Like, the, the one particular scene that I'm thinking of is when uh, Su Yin is having the dream, and it's the mother that, like, <gasps> hung herself. It's a really creepy scene. It is very but creepy. But what I like about it is the fact that 90% of it is creep factor, mm-hmm. and just a small 10% was a quick, like, jump scare. But yeah. they at least worked you up to it, and then it yes. continued to be creepy afterwards. And the jump scare helped release some of the tension, but they kept it going. Yeah. So yeah. it was it was very nice how they did it. There were a couple that were predictable, like when the hand reached out and grabbed her arm from under the mm-hmm. sink and... That was predictable. We were expecting it. We still jumped because there was a loud noise. But <laughs> but then there's a subtle one yes. where the, the aunt was having the... I don't know if she was having an allergic reaction or if it was a it seizure. Was unclear. But there was a, a ghost body underneath yeah. the, the sink. And I didn't notice that until it showed it again. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know how you missed it that first time. but I was looking at the, the feet of the stepmom. Yeah, this movie does it very well. Very well. I also give it a 7. I would like to give it higher, but it would require more viewings. This was our first time ever seeing this movie. And because there's so much to digest, I feel like I probably missed quite a bit. Yeah, this is one of those movies Mm -hmm. that you should plan to watch at least two times to digest everything there is. There's there's a lot of twists and turns. There's a lot of subtle things. I'm sure I missed even a couple of the subtle scares that they don't necessarily draw attention to. So I would definitely like to watch it again at least one more time. At least. Mm -hmm. But it's a very interesting story. Yeah. So I I would definitely venture to say it will be more than once that I watch this again. Yeah, out of my horror movie collection, it's not going to be the one that I'm going to grab. But at the same time, if someone's like, oh, I really want to watch this movie, I'd be like, hell yeah, let's do it. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it has the potential to become one that I would grab because there's a lot that's psychological and there's a lot that's more along the spirit ghost type story. Yeah, it's a really nice mixture. Yes, it's a very nice mixture. And you don't find it very often. 
So yeah. I feel like after a few viewings, once I am able to digest it better and understand it a little more and can see more of the facets of it, I feel like it would make me like it even more. And it might potentially become one that I would be like, that's one of the first ones I'm going to grab. We're watching an Asian horror movie. This is the one right here. Yeah, and I, I do like this movie that, you know, you have so many movies that try something similar, mm -hmm. but then they're like, oh, we have to make it either psychological strictly or we have to make it. They pick but one. Ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> so I feel like this movie really was great in just breaking the mold mm -hmm. and just going with both. And it turned out, I mean, it was a pretty good payoff, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting, especially since after you see... Sumi back in the institution and you see kind of a different side of the nurse Ionju. you don't really expect anything more to really happen and then the wardrobe happens yeah and Yunjun's dead now yeah so it's it's kind of interesting how they brought it back in and yeah. that doesn't happen very often. So I appreciate that. <laughs> and it's also wrapping up. It, it is also interesting how Sumi impersonates the stepmother. But then whenever we actually get to see Yunju and she's a lot more calm, she's a lot, she's composed. Because it's like whenever you see her early in the movie, when you think it's still Yunju and not Sumi, she's a wreck. <laughs> like She's losing it. But so it is, it's like... Even though you know she's a more composed person, seeing her die is still kind of satisfying because you still have in the back of your mind the abuse that you mm -hmm. saw with the sister, well, even though that didn't that, happen. The way that the sister saw her was just this horrible person that's really standoffish and mean and abusive and just yeah. shouldn't be there. <laughs> yeah. And just to see her die, you're like, yes. Yeah, so kind of a an interesting twist on that one as well. Like, yeah, this movie really does have a lot of twists and turns. Like, if you guys like a movie that, well, I mean, <laughs> hopefully you've seen the movie before you listen to this podcast, because otherwise, so. spoilers. That's the whole point but, of the spoiler alert that we put in the beginning. <laughs> but, uh, but anyways, it's like, this is... A great okay if you have a friend or family member that hasn't watched this movie and you know that they like twists and turns i feel like this is a great movie this is definitely a good one yep 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 me and jess were discussing realism guys Ooh, yes. it's, it's just it's this was a toughie this one was a toughie it just there's so many twists and turns and it's such an artful and expressive movie that kind of jumbles your thought a little bit and but as I was kind of dissecting it, I'm like, well, all of the scenes that weren't really artful, they're more like, you know, actually more based in reality. Those scenes were actually fairly realistic. There wasn't anything that in particular stuck out as, oh, that would never happen. Like dissociative identity disorder. Now, I tried to look up if it's common or possible for someone with that disorder to impersonate a real person or a, a person that they know. But uh, I didn't see any data on that, unfortunately. But I mean, getting crushed by a wardrobe, <laughs> that's unfortunately pretty realistic. And yeah, just a lot of the scenes that were based in reality, I didn't have any complaints. So I'm personally going to give this movie a six, but it was tough coming to that number. It's definitely really tough. We sat there for a few minutes 
Well, the first bit was like in silence. We were just kind of trying to figure out what the heck yeah. our thoughts were and what we just watched and how we were even going to attempt to just dissect it. And then we started bouncing ideas off each other and talking about it. And well, let's let's watch something here that will help explain it a little bit better and see if we interpreted it right and looked a few other things up and it was this one took a lot more for us to to reach a conclusion on yeah. <laughs> than most of the other films that we watch and it's so refreshing it really is refreshing to find a movie like that we yeah. don't see those often <laughs> yeah and it's just so nice well and then like the extra twist where it's like the stepmother because yeah. it's like you know we we knew from watching the uninvited that the sister was supposed to be dead but it's like, so we were both watching for clues that she wasn't alive, but then we're like, well, the stepmother is interacting with the sister, so what the heck? But then they're like, oh, they explained it away by Sue Me just imagining. She's imagining both of them. all three. Yeah. It's just. She brilliant. is all three. <laughs> so Very brilliant. It is. It really is. I can't quite give it a six. Again, because there's so much to digest, I can't fully commit to the six. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a five. It's about halfway because there are some things that I'm not quite sure on and we we needed to get this recorded. So we weren't going to spend all night looking stuff up and everything. Yeah. But but the other things do seem pretty, pretty believable and understandable. There's there's just so much going on and there's so many different facets and different personality types that you see, not just with her, but with the yeah. family, with the dad who's distant and sad and trying to help, but seems just exhausted. Yeah. And the uncle and the the aunt who come over, who honestly, at first I thought they were just friends of the dad <laughs> because they didn't yeah, really explain it. I until didn't realize they, it was the aunt. Yeah. Until yeah. they explicitly said, he's your uncle. So... <laughs> Yeah. Might have been a thing that I missed. But, and then but, that's like, uh, whenever she was awkwardly telling all of the stories and he's so like, I don't awkward. remember. Yeah. But I, she was making stuff up. But yeah, that makes sense though. Uh -huh. It's because she was, it's part of the disorder, I bet. Yeah. 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 That's a nice She was hallucinating things or she was imagining things and trying to push her delusions on other people and he's just sitting there awkwardly. I don't remember any of that. Yeah. <laughs> none of this happened. And it's just the most awkward dinner ever. It is really awkward. Between everyone. And then you just see a very artful glimpse of her just kind of switching between the personalities. It's very, very subtle. And she's not really talking when this is happening. But when she switches from the outgoing, really trying to engage people in delusional conversation versus when her aunt is having a seizure and she's just sitting there calm and detached mm. and just switching and then getting up and being really startled and kind of freaked out yeah <laughs> so it was it was really cool to see that and i liked a lot of the effects that they had the blood coming out of the floorboard yeah like, that was, like that more movies need nice. to do that that was a very nice touch, and that was, I'm guessing, from the ghost, because it was right before Yanju opened the, the wardrobe. Yeah. Pretty sure. 
That's a very nice touch. Very nice. Very nice. I appreciated that. Now, we had to take into account that ghosts exist, <laughs> of course. And some of the things didn't quite make sense, like the ghost was having her period, I guess. It was a little odd when she was having the nightmare of her mom's ghost. Oh. And there was blood running down her leg. And but then a hand came out. <laughs> yeah. That was a little odd. <laughs> it was. Didn't quite make sense there. But then that when she woke up, then that's when the sister had her period. So it kind of correlated. But yeah, as far as like, I don't know what that was supposed to mean. Yeah, I wasn't sure um, either. Or if that was just like a random, like, let's do this. Yeah. It didn't quite make sense in context. Now, again, could have missed something. <laughs> but just on that first watch, it that didn't quite fit. <laughs> yeah. But otherwise, everything else seemed pretty pretty interesting and, and fairly accurate. So I just give it a halfway mark because I'm not entirely sure about it. <laughs> yep. Well, if you haven't watched the movie, watch it. What uh, the heck this are will... you watching this review for if you haven't seen it? Well, I'm <laughs> one of those people that I'm like, I'm okay with spoilers. I just want to know if it's a good movie or not. Yeah, I don't want spoilers. I will say that this, knowing the twist kind of ruins the you fun of the movie. You find yourself but... looking for the different signs more and clues more if you know the twist. Yeah. But no, I think overall this is a great movie. I'm kind of sad that it's not mentioned more. Yeah. I think it's the issue that comes with a lot of Asian horror movies where it's like a very niche group of people We'll sing praises about it, mm -hmm. and we just need to help spread the word with the wider horror community. Help grow it. <laughs> grow that community. It is a bit of a slow burn, especially at first, but it does build a little bit better than a lot of other Asian horror movies. Yeah, it's got... Because I wouldn't say... I wouldn't go so far as to say most, but quite a few Asian horror movies are way more psychological than mm -hmm. they are on paranormal while this one it, it definitely was more psychological but the paranormal stuff that they were showing or the imagery that they were showing was pretty it was spot on yeah i'd say in some especially that dream one that was kind of intense yeah but, and then especially realizing that that was the mom <laughs> yeah we were both hung sitting herself. there don't like that yeah <laughs> please stop <laughs> Like, no, no. <laughs> I'd rather not go back. <laughs> <laughs> so, it takes a lot to freak us out nowadays with all of the horror movies we've seen. So, we're kind of used to it. <laughs> but it does really well on the creep factor. So, yep. yes. If you have seen it, go watch it again, guys. There's a lot to this movie. I'm sure you <laughs> missed something just like we did. <laughs> and if you have seen it, let us know what your thoughts are are did you pick it up really easily or did you have to watch it a few times like we uh, have to <laughs> and let us know if you want us to cover the uninvited um we will of course wait until after asian horror month we only have one more yes just one more let us know how you like the movie and as always please like and subscribe follow share our content it really does make a huge difference our community is slowly building but it's you guys it's you guys that really make the difference and we appreciate each and every share that you guys do 
And recommendations. Yes, and recommendations. So, again, guys, if you have any other recommendations for movies that you want us to watch and review, of course, send us a message or leave a comment down below. And we do have a live stream once a month, typically on the first Saturday of the month. There was an unavoidable thing that pushed it back this last time, but... I know, it's us. hard, like, the time frame on, like, where everything is. Like we're not going to tell you no, uh, we're not exactly what our time frames are, but it's, it's confusing sometimes. <laughs> A little bit, but but until the next time, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye. Bye.